everyone, welcome back to Software Social. This week's episode is brought to you by Refine, Colleen's product. You should go to hammerstone.dev if you use Laravel Nova and buy it from Colleen. It will help you build advanced features in minutes with the drop-in feature builder for Laravel Nova. I'm just reading from the homepage. It is finally allowing you to add the advanced filtering that has lingered on your roadmap. So go to hammerstone.dev and buy it. I think it's $1,000 a year. It is the best $1,000 you will spend today on filtering for Laravel Nova. Go do it. Um, by the way, if you um, actually want to sponsor Software Social, you can go to softwaresocial.dev and click on the sponsors tab. Uh, shout out to Transistor.fm for making it super simple to add a sponsors page to our website. Okay, so with those rather unusual sponsor no- announcements that Colleen did not know about, uh, Refine, how's it going? So I, I see that you have... Um, <laughs> that was really funny. So we're both <laughs> live and I was trying really hard not to laugh, but I did not see that coming. <laughs> So I see that you've seen our new homepage. What do you think? I do. I see it. I like it. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, so we like bought it. We haven't installed it yet. We will get to it. I promise. But so it basically looks like sort of like Metabase filtering almost. Like have you used Metabase? Yeah, I use Metabase for um, simple file upload. It kind of reminds me of Metabase, but like easier to use because I feel like every time I open Metabase I get like a little bit overwhelmed with like oh which database am I querying from like oh god make sure it's not the one that like gets overwhelmed easily like I don't want to accidentally run some query that's gonna be crazy and like so this actually this like looks pretty you know pretty great yeah I'm a Metabase user because that's what I have right now for simple file upload and the diff, I mean, there's a lot of differences, but I'd say one of the big things about Refine is with Metabase, when you go in, like, you know how you can ask a simple question or a complicated question or write custom SQL, all of that in the Refine product is extrapolated away. So you would just log in and then you would immediately see all of your filters and be able to query your data more intelligently. And the developer who sets up Refine can allow or not allow you to query based on certain things. So like, for example, I cannot wait till I'm done with the Rails version of Refine so I can put it on simple file upload because Metabase drives me a little bit nuts. Because sometimes when I'm trying to get to, for me, like a really specific piece of data, for example, with simple file upload, I do this query where it's users that have signed up after February 4th because that's the day I started charging for, you know, and I want to separate them on by plan. And I want to make sure the app is still provisioned and what else? And there's like other stuff I do in this query and it required me to write custom SQL. And so with refine, that's, you wouldn't have to write custom SQL for that. You can just go in and, and define your filters in that way. So you can query based on all kinds of cool stuff. Can you save a filter? You can. Oh, cool. It's really cool. Yeah. I don't see that in the screenshot. You don't see that in the screenshot. Yeah. Well, this is our first, okay, so let's talk about this site. I mean, this is our first pass at this. This is like, uh, this is a big improvement over, I feel like the previous website was like, it was like a black background. It did not have this cool stripes style, uh, 
like what what do we call this where where there's like the diagonal shading um oh i see yeah yeah no like it's it's definitely much more like polished looking than yeah i this i mean and this is this spent a week right this is what we did in a week so this is definitely a first pass of this site but um it's way better than it was last time we talked yeah yeah so here is what we think the next step is so we built this site and if you click read the docs it will drop you to the docs and if you look in the docs in the left hand side there's the nova nova link so you can see how to install it with nova so our next move is we have not sent an email yet to tell people so we have 200 plus people i could actually get the number but it's something like that on a mailing list and we have not emailed them yet. So the goal this week is to actually email people telling them they can buy it. So, and that list is like everybody who's ever been interested in Hammerstone. Why is it called Hammerstone if the product is actually called Refine? Like, I don't know. That was before I joined the company. Okay. 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 So <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> um, so, but like those people were in general interested in Hammerstone stuff or were they interested in the Refine for Laravel Nova package? So I don't actually know. Let me see if I can tell. Aaron set this up. So this might be partially like people saw his talk and were just excited about Aaron and they signed up. Well, that would be good because that was that, that was Laracon. Laracon, online, right? So that's, right. yeah. So that would be, that would be promising. Yeah, so we have MailChimp set up, and we, um, yeah, so I don't have great demographics on the people on this mailing list, but I do think we have them, like Laravel people, non-Laravel people, and so this would go out, we don't know who's Nova and who's not Nova, I don't think, but this this is, I think, the next step, is to tell the people on our mailing list they can buy it, and we haven't done that yet, we're going to do that, like, tomorrow. Yeah, I guess not everybody using Laravel is going to be using Nova. Nova. I mean, like, if you use Laravel, it kind of makes sense to use Nova as your admin. And, like, it's great. But, yeah, I guess that'll be... Sorry, Matias just walked in. So we had been hoping to do, like, a live install. And then for a variety of reasons, that is not that is not happening tonight. Um. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. It's so late there. You're such a trooper, Michelle. It is. It, like, you got yeah. child yeah. to put to bed. You've had a long day. You're getting over COVID. Yeah. You're getting over COVID. Anyway. Hang so, Refine, we will get it installed eventually. Um, no, but I actually, like, really want to use this. Like, yeah, I think you're really going to like it. I really want to use it. Like, literally every Rails project I've used, I'm, like, super excited to use this. I mean, so our game plan, here's what we were kind of thinking as a game plan over the next week. So we'd get an email out. Okay. Oh, man. And I want to talk to you about pricing. So are we ready to talk about the email we're going to send tomorrow? Or do we have other stuff to cover here? I have other questions, but let's talk about that. So like I said, we haven't sent out an email yet. We think we are ready to do that. But one of the things Aaron and I were talking about was pricing. And I had a thought that maybe we do, what we're charging now is $1,000 a year for an annual license. I feel like that's kind of inexpensive for the quality of the product. And so maybe what we do is we do like intro pricing, like for the first two months or something, we keep, you know, to to incentivize people to buy, but also because I think $1,000 is cheap. So it'd be like, hey, if you buy, buy, you know, 
June 1st, like we'll keep you at $1,000. Everyone else is going to be on the new pricing structure, whatever we decide that should be. How many people have paid you so far? Two. Okay. So I will agree with you that your pricing should probably change, probably be higher. I think at this point it would be somewhat premature to announce pricing changes, right? Like you need to have some time to learn about who's using it and why they're using it and what is the value they're getting out of it. And, you know, like thinking back to our episode with Ben from Tuple, for example, like, you know, they gave it like, I think he said like at least six months with their initial pricing model and kind of knowing that wasn't going to be the long-term thing. And so I do like the idea of being like, hey, like it's a thousand dollars now. It's going to go up in the future, but you don't really know when that is or like how it's going to change. But like, I think, you know, it's a thousand dollars a year now. And if, you know, you buy it now, you'll always pay that. Right. Right. Um, Which I guess actually that is something that quite a few pricing people would would quibble with me on is whether you keep people always that same price or you adjust their pricing plans. Um, Big topic of conversation. I know there's a lot of very respected people who have very different opinions on that and probably disagree with mine. I would say like just sell a bunch of this at a thousand dollars. See how much you can sell. See who's going to buy it. Right. Get them to be like rabid fans of yours that are telling everybody about it. To the point where you're like, we can't keep selling this thing at $1,000 a month because it's flying off the shelves and we've got so much demand and so many customers and we can't possibly serve all of this at $1,000 a year, right? Like, I don't know, get to like 30 or like 50 customers and and then maybe think about it again. But like at this point, just focus on selling. Okay, that sounds great. So let's talk about selling. So we're going to send an email out. That's the first step. I think what we're going to do, something you and I talked about is we shouldn't force people to talk to us as an onboarding step. Yes, please, God, do not (laughs) force people. I have had two calls this week that were like, call us for demo or sign up. Like, please, please let people sign up without having to talk to you. Like, yes. We will. That's the plan. So what we're thinking of doing, (laughs) based on your, because you basically said that last week too. You were like, no, 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 no. Don't make me have a call. So I think what we're going to do is send an email out tomorrow to our Laravel people, tell them it's available for sale, and they can optionally book an onboarding call with Aaron and myself if they need help getting it installed. And I think we're going to learn so much with that like first wave. Yeah, I would... I, I would do it that like again and this is something also that you know respected people are going to disagree with me on right I know some people who you know who force the onboarding call or force an offboarding call right no that's the worst um, those people are yeah. terrible yeah we're not going to name any names for a very <laughs> well known company about. <laughs> that started doing that after being <laughs> beloved for a long time but like you know if people want to do that like they will do it, but like, isn't it better if they, if it's so easy to get started with, they can just install it and start using it. And then they tweet about how great it was and how easy it was to get started. Right. You know, there's choices here and how you structure the business and how you structure the user experience, right? The user experience is not just this screenshot I'm looking at of somebody having it installed in Nova. The user, user experience is also 
How do I buy this? What is my experience like to buy it? How do I feel about that? How do I feel about how quickly I go from deciding I want it to actually getting to use it, right? Like those things are user experience too. And so I feel like that is a a pretty important user experience decision. And I mean, it's it's just the two of you guys, you don't have an army of sales people, right? Like right. you need people to like love this and talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And you know, our documents are incredibly extensive. So for the developer who just wants to get rolling, like he or she should be able to do that, you know, on their own accord as they desire. I feel like that's something you have learned from Simple File Upload. Like remember you were like talking to people and and about what was holding them back before they decided to use it. And one of those key things was, oh, well, like, you know, where's the documentation? Like, I just want to see how it works or the the code pen, right? Like seeing it in action before you decide to install it. And so I feel like I can really see that in this landing page that you have seen the importance of like if you're selling directly to developers to make it really easy for them to see what they are getting and, you know, how complicated it is going to be for them to install it. Yeah, it'll be interesting too. I'm I'm super excited to send this email tomorrow because it'll be interesting to me if people are going to ask for, hey, can I try it for such, you know, XYZ time and things like that? Because it is kind of a lot to ask someone to spend that kind of money without really fully comprehending the developer experience. So I'm just really curious to see what kind of responses we get. Yeah, I mean, but like think back to the episode with Ben from Tuple. I might be remembering this entirely incorrectly, but like there was one phase of theirs where like you had to pay like $500 for a one month trial of it. And like people put it on their personal credit cards because they really wanted to try it so much. Yeah. Right. So like I think it's okay if in the beginning you have a lot of people who are like, hey, I would love to try this, but it's just really out of my price range and be like, I totally understand that. I'm going to save your name on a list. I'll reach out when we have, you know, Pricing that might be a bit more accessible for everybody. But yeah, at this point, just, you know, only deal with the people who want it so much that they're willing to pay you a thousand dollars a year for whom like, like you told me this thing was a thousand dollars a year. And I was like, great, that sounds cheap. How do I pay you? Right. You want the customers like me right now. Right. And there's time and space to have something that brings everybody else on board. Right. There's also the open source version. So like. I feel like if people can't pay for it, they can just use the open yeah. source version and like, you know, <laughs> pay luck. with their time instead. <laughs> right. Like Sorry. that's yeah. that's an option. Right. Like yep. this is that's the ultimate accessible model. What was I going to say? Yeah. So how do I we're going to send an email. How else do I find customers like you? Ooh, how do you find customers like me? That is a really interesting question. I feel like I mean. I guess Aaron is more in touch in like the Laravel world, right? Like, correct. This, like yes. that is definitely his people. Yeah. Um, I know he's, you know, definitely like built a reputation for himself in that world. I mean, have you guys talked about doing any like advertising in terms of like, you know, or even just PR? Like, have you tried to see if you could get it mentioned on Laravel News or like, has it officially launched? You're sending this email tomorrow. Tomorrow, I feel like we'll officially launch when we tell people. We have not told people about it yet. So tomorrow, that's why I'm asking. So I won't talk to you. You know, we won't record again for a week. And in that week, we want to start taking steps to 
launch in quotes, right? We're not, you know, to really start the business side of this, right? Like the focus now needs to be on selling this thing. So I mean, Earn Media is always a good good try. So I feel like it's worth at least reaching out to Laravel News. What do you say? Oh, Laravel News. Yeah, yeah, Earned Media, right? As opposed to like paid media, right? So like Earned Media is, you know, journalist writes about you or, you know, a, a blog or something like that. As opposed to like paid media would be like running ads, right? Right. I don't think we're, we're not going to run ads this, in the first week. Yeah. Like we're not ready for that yet. Maybe but someday. But see, I mean, Laravel News or, you know, I imagine Aaron is going to be tweeting about it and, you know, maybe he can get some clutch retweets on that right because i mean he's so good at twitter and he just like shows like hey here's this really cool thing that i built and then people like wow that is like really amazing he's just really good at that like i think he describes it as like nerd tweets right that are just you know just like really cool stuff not very articulate of me so yeah okay yeah, yeah, I don't, I, and maybe that'll like find, but also like, I mean, I'm sure there's people listening who use Nova at work. Like, raise your hand if you use Nova. You're <laughs> currently walking your dog, raising your hand. High five from me. Um, <laughs> right? There's probably people listening who use Nova, like either in their own businesses or at work, and also for whom it is not a big lift to pay a thousand dollars a year for something that's gonna make it much easier for them to like slice and dice their their users right like not yeah. literally it's not a <laughs> halloween episode not literally not literally um yes absolutely that sounds that sounds great so i feel like in this next week like this is exciting like we're whatever you want to call it soft launching tomorrow so so that's actually tomorrow is actually tomorrow April like 28th. for for so this this airs on Tuesday, right? So this was so this oh. will have been last Friday. That's right. So we last need to start week. talking about the future as if it's in the past. I think that's <laughs> This is getting all back to the future here. <laughs> oh my goodness. At what point do you and Aaron get out of a DeLorean? <laughs> that is your launch video. <laughs> Oh, man, we're all thrilled. Okay, so, I mean, I just, I seriously, this is a huge improvement even from, like, what, like, two weeks ago when I slacked you and I was, like, um, oh, no, because you, like, just told me just totally as an aside that you had this Nova thing when we were in California. And I was, like, what? You have a Nova thing that people can buy and you didn't even tell me i was i was mad honestly that you had something (laughs) that i could buy that was relevant to me you know i love that you have simple file upload it's not super relevant to what we do so i haven't bought it but like this is super relevant and i was like you didn't even tell me that i could give you money like (laughs) um true right so true yeah so and then i think from that point i like slacked you and i was like so how do we buy this and like basically got like a direct you know one of those little like stripe magic checkout links um and but like there was like nothing on the hammerson website so and that was like two two weeks ago so like you guys are really on fire right now like i can tell that you guys are moving yeah we are we are moving we are ready like the time is now we are the next Honestly, like this week will be big, Michelle, because if we have, okay, let me look up our account. How do I, MailChimp. We have 200, 
and 77 people on our mailing list awesome. segment. Ref- Wait, let me look at the refined Laravel segment. That's probably smaller. Oh, yeah, 399 contacts, 277. If I'm looking at this right, I'm kind of new to MailChimp. Um, that are Laravel specific. Oh. So, so I mean, if we got like, I mean, I just feel like in this next month, no, week, in this next week, like it'll be really interesting to see what kind of response we get. And honestly, like it's easy for people to sign up for a mailing list, a whole different thing to buy a product. So yeah, I feel like a lot's going to happen. Have you set a sort of like stepped goals for the, like just like for your own expectations of this? Yeah, we want to sell five licenses a month. Okay. So if you send out this email and then a week from now you have sold five, then that would that would be a big success. Oh, that'd be a huge I feel like that would be a huge success. Like I feel like that would be huge. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I think you're 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 moving. I feel like you've been kind of frustrated for a couple of months because like things kind of weren't happening as fast as you hoped for and you felt like you had done like your your part basically like the rail side was done and you were you weren't like twiddling your thumbs but you almost were like getting a little bit antsy right it's like well what do I do now and now it's like what you do now is you grow into the next phase of being a founder and you know go like go beyond your own you know, scope of like expertise, right? And yes, you, you just said like you're new to Mailchimp, but you're figuring it out. You're querying it. It's almost. <laughs> <laughs> wish you could use your own tool for that, right? Uh, I do. I do. But right, like you're learning new stuff. Like who wrote the email? We didn't. We're gonna write it tomorrow. You haven't written the the email yet. That's correct. Okay. But yes, to your point. Yes, absolutely. I think that's growing into the next stage of of being a founder, which is all this, all this stuff, right? Like all of, all of it. So. I wonder what, what do you feel like you have learned since you launched Simple File Upload, like that you're bringing to this? I, you know, I mentioned the thing about the importance of the docs, like. I mean, honestly, it's so many things. Everything I have done for Simple File Upload has prepared me for Hammerstone. And I think, you know, fundamentally, I mean, it's just so many things, but I fundamentally, I feel like when you're first trying to launch a business as a developer, the reason so many people fail is because we fundamentally do not understand this concept of selling and marketing. Like we just do not get it. And over time, the more you do it, like this stuff is really hard. I think I love this article by Alex Hillman about why so many people fail. (laughs) And it's because he takes developers who are at the top of their field, and then he asks these people to learn an entirely new skill set. And internally, you kind of freak out and you're like, oh my gosh, how do I be, I think it's called how to begin again or something like that. Like, how do you become a beginner again? And all of these things like that are so hard. Like I'm a developer, I can make anything, but ask me to give me like, a computer and say, build a landing page. Like two years ago, that was just like, what do I put on a landing page? Like I literally do not know, right? Stuff like that. So you'd, you'd have this, or at least I would have this like fear, for example, of a blank page, no designer. That's like the scariest thing ever. <laughs> and so I think those kinds of hurdles, which theoretically, like technically speaking, building a landing page is really easy. 
right? I know how to build what, like, like the technical, the code is like the easiest thing ever. But like thinking about what do you actually put on it? What do you say? Do you use images? What kind of images? Do you use videos? All of that is really hard. I think I need to dig up this article because I definitely feel that way about my Danish language classes. I relate. Yeah, you should read it. Very hard to this. Like I remember like being when I started the classes last, I guess the end of last summer and like I, I couldn't even, I think I had write some like basic email inviting someone to a party. And I was like, oh my God, I speak several other languages and I'm literally an author in my own language. And I can't like say this really, like I can't even interact with like a grocery <laughs> store cashier or like write an right? email. And it was like, it's totally, it was like a, it was like this like kind of personal crisis of like, you're yes. very advanced in one area and then going to something where you're just kind of completely standing in the wilderness and feeling like you have no map and no idea how to get out right it's so like personally disorienting and for you like I I think you know this is one of the reasons why it's so helpful to have a side project even if it doesn't lead to anything if you want to be a fan like it doesn't have to be your forever business right or even like a business becomes a full-time thing because you got to go through not only that sort of personal crisis side of this right with something that that effectively like didn't matter as much right like it still matters it's still running you still have customers but like you're you're really all in on refine and I feel like you wouldn't have the same level of composure and 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 kind of clarity about it had you not gone through not only that like psychological experience but also like I remember when you made simple file upload like you were done with the actual product months before somebody could buy it because then you were like, oh, shoot, I got to build all this stuff for like users. Yeah, I guess like building a way for someone to make a user account and like reset their password is totally different from how they actually use the the thing, like the tool. And right. so like I think you had a, a certain amount of perspective this time and of course, you know, still some growth to be had as as we all do right um oh yeah but, but i think it was i think it was valuable for you to like go through that beginning again thing before this oh incredibly i think the biggest difference between when i launched simple file upload and launching refine uh, hammerstone the product's called refine the business is hammerstone is i feel like i know what to do now and and that i don't have all the answers but i have i have ideas like before, when you start for the first time, you try to launch a business, you literally have no idea what to do. Like, like, <laughs> like you're just like, what the heck? And now I have, I feel like I know what to do. I feel like I have all these ideas. I feel like, you know, I don't feel so lost. Of course, I, you know, love to talk to people who have more experience that can give me other ideas, but mostly it feels less intimidating because it's like, okay, we're going to try this thing. If this doesn't work, we're going to try this other thing. Like I have a whole list, laundry list of, of ideas. You know, you need to do marketing now and you kind of like, you know what some of the things you can do, right? Like, right. you know, you know, you need to send an email tomorrow, which is actually last Friday, back <laughs> to the future, right? You know, you need to send that email and like, you know, we're talking about like different types of media and like for you know trying to get people to cover it and like it's easier I think to, to like riff on those ideas and you at least have a place to start with versus for simple file upload it was like 
where do I go? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. what? What is here? It was almost like you were in like Janet's void from the good place. I feel like I've mentioned Janet's void from the good place before. But and you were just kind of just like standing there, like in what felt like nothing and everything at the same time, which is <laughs> very scary. Uh, yeah. So I think that. It's been great. I mean, I, it, it has unlocked so many opportunities for me and also just having so much more confidence, just knowing different things you can do. Like you said, just, just having the knowledge of, okay, what does this look like? What does marketing look like? I don't know, but we can figure it out. You know you can figure it out at this right. point. Right, right, right. Versus before, you didn't necessarily know that you could figure it out. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, I guess I should let you get back to work and uh, write that email. Oh, wait, no. No, it's launching Thursday, right? Tomorrow. Yeah. Today. Tomorrow. Yes. Which is not Friday. Correct. You do have your days of the week wrong. I just didn't correct you because I know it's really late there. (laughs) My brain is not working. Like, I can, yeah. Um, Okay. I'll let you get back to work for your launch. Everybody, go to hammerstone.dev. If you use Laravel Nova, buy it. If you don't use Laravel Nova, (laughs) please tweet about it. Um, Help Colleen out here. And also, if you want to sponsor this podcast, go to softwaresocial.dev slash sponsor. And I should... (laughs) I should honestly go to bed because I'm recovering from COVID. My brain is not working. I sound like a frog. This podcast ends now. Hey, everyone. Um, A little addendum to today's episode. So as you know, we've been really thinking a lot about sponsors for this podcast over the past couple of months, trying to find something that really works, feels right for us, and covers the costs of uh, making this podcast. It costs us about $250 a month to produce and edit and host and everything that goes into this. And so we have decided to shift to a community sponsor model where our listeners will be funding this podcast. We will still also do occasional highly curated sponsored episodes, but those will be very infrequent. Um... But basically, the idea is that our listeners, you, can help us keep the lights on. And we think we found something that that might actually be a good fit because... So what we're going to do is for either $10 a month or 100 bucks a year, you can become a software social community supporter. And what this gets you is a shout out at the end of the show and a link from the show notes on our website and on the podcast platforms. And if you're an annual sponsor, you'll also get a shout out on the supporters page on the website as well. Um, and we're, we're pretty excited about this because we feel like it's sort of a triple win um, where you get a podcast that doesn't have any pre-roll ads in the beginning of it, which it turns out most podcast listeners skip anyway so that that doesn't feel great but so no ads at the beginning and we're keeping the show going but then you also get to promote your business um so the way a lot of people have done this so far is you know it's so-and-so from so-and-so company and so you can link to your twitter and you can also link to your business so basically we get money to keep the podcast going and you get seo benefits so this really feels like a win for everybody and you can go to softwaresocial.dev slash supporters to become a supporter. I am 
uh, recording this as of Saturday morning, April 30th. And so as of right now, we have 30 supporters, which is amazing. And so I will do our first shout out. So Software Social is brought to you by Chris from Chipper CI, the daringly handsome Kevin Griffin, Mike from Gently Used Domains, Dave from Recut, Max of Online or Not, Stefan from Talk to Stefan, Brendan Andrade of Bright Bits, Aaron from Tuple, Alex Hillman from The Tiny MBA, Remy from Memo.fm, Jane and Benedict from UserList, Kendall Morgan, Ruben Gomez of Signwell, Corey Haynes of Swipewell, Mike Wade of CrowdSentry, Nate Ritter of Roomsteals, Anna Mast of SubscribeSense, Jeff Roberts of Outsetty, Justin Jackson from Megamaker, Jack Ellis and Paul Jarvis from Fathom Analytics, Matthew from Appointment Reminder, Andrew Culver at Bullet Train, John Coster, Alex of Corso Systems, Richard from Stunning, Michael Coper of Nusi Proposals, Arvid Call, James Sowers from Castaway.fm, Nathan of Develop Your UX, and Jessica Malnick. Thank you so much to all of our supporters. And you can become a supporter too at softwaresocial.dev slash supporters. Huge thanks to all of our listeners who've become software socialites and support our show. Chris from Chipper CI, the daringly handsome Kevin Griffin, and Mike from Gently Used Domains, who has a nice personality. Dave from Recut, Max of Online or Not, Stefan from Talk to Stefan, Brendan Andrade of Bright Bits, Team Tuple, Alex Hillman from the Tiny MBA, Rami from Hovercode and Rocket Gems, Jane and Benedict from UserList, Kendall Morgan, Ruben Gomez of Signwell, Corey Haynes of Swipewell, Mike Wade of Crowd Sentry, Nate Ritter of Roomsteals, Anna Mast of SubscribeSense, Jeff Roberts from Outsetta, Justin Jackson, Megamaker, Jack Ellis and Paul Jarvis from Fathom Analytics, Matthew from Appointment Reminder, Andrew Culver at Bullet Train, John Coster, Alex of Corso Systems, Richard from Stunning, Josh the Annoyingly Pragmatic Founder, Ben from ConsentKit, John from Credo and Editor Ninja, Cam Sloan, Michael Copper of Nusi Proposals, Chris from URL Box, Callie of Toslet, Greg Park from Trait Lab, Adam from Rails Autoscale, Lana and Alex from Recapsi, Joe Mazzalotti of RailsDevs.com, Proud Mama from Applenet LLC, Anna from Cradle, Monsef from Ruby on Mac, Steve of Be Inclusive, Simon Bennett of Snapshooter Backups, Josh Smith of Keyhero.io, Jesper Christensen of Form Backend, Matthew of Workcited, Chris of JetBoost.io, Daryl Shannon of Docomatic, Larabels, a community for Larabel developers underrepresented due to their gender, Brendan from Feederloop, Pascal from Sharpen.page, Lynn Romick from Convini, Arvid Call, James Sowers from Castaway.fm, Jessica Malnick, Damian Moore of Audio Audit Podcast Checker, Eldon from Nodal Studios, Mitchell Davis from RecruitKit.